Oh, we're recording. Good morning, San Diego. Hello and welcome to The Boy and a Very Bruised Bear. Much as we hate to admit it, we've all got friends on the other side of the Clyde. I'm Patrick and I support Celtic. And I'm Scott and I support Rangers. But to keep things on track or to stop me jumping off a bridge, Steve is here (laughs) to carry this podcast. Or more accurately, find topics that either will divide these two, and trust me, it's not going to be hard tonight. I'm here to referee this podcast, decide who wins the weekly debates, and stop this show going off the rails. A reminder to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen, and to follow us at the Boy Bear Pod on Insta. At the start of these episodes, what we do is Patrick and Scott have to provide a compliment for each other's teams, and I'll be honest, I've been buzzing to hear these all week. Guys, before we do the compliments, can I just quickly jump in with quite an important detail for today's episode? Absolutely. I'm just really glad that I've won today's episode of The Boy and the Bear already. That's fantastic. Well done, Celtic. I'd just like to say it's great to take a 3-2 lead in the series. Means a lot this victory. Don't don't concede yet, Scott. Come on, show a bit of fight. No, no, I I I would just like to say I'd rather stay in, in my holiday villa than come back to this shit. But yeah, you escaped here we go. For this. You've got you've got some time yeah. for a man that should have been in a dark room the whole week. <laughs> I was I was lying in I was face down in my pool, mate. That's that's why. <laughs> uh, well, let's kick this off then. Eh? Um, there's only really one thing to compliment Celtic on. Well, actually, I thought of two, but I'll I'll just go with the obvious. Kyogo's finish, top drawer. That was a great great technique. Um, just took it really well. However, I I just don't think he should have gotten that opportunity to take that strike. That sh- that ball should have been dealt with by Kyogo. Uh, sorry, uh, Kyogo dealt with it pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I mean. I dealt with it really well. Um, Goldson should have. I don't know what the hell he was doing. He just Scotty, see, just, just, just quickly, mate. I knew that was going to come up. Do you know what was so weird about that header? It didn't look like a mistake. He genuinely looked like he aimed to head the ball there. Like that was the worst bit, mate. That's that's what I mean. He just he just aimed it down. It's like a like, moment. I don't yeah, even think he looked weird. at where he was going. I'm loving this. He's like, oh, it's the last minute of the game. I'll not, you know, like just fucking head. You are showing all the the listeners can't see what you look like. You look like you've got PTSD. And I'm absolutely. Yeah. I'm a tan PTSD I'm sufferer. That's what I am. You've also Look. wrapped yourself up in a blanket to stop yourself punching your desk. <laughs> um, it's actually just for the sound effect. But yeah, if you want, if you want to go down that line, I'll let you. I'll let you jog on. I'm not going to argue. I've not got the energy to argue in this episode. Well, let's but let's on. crack so on. Come on. I would like to compliment um, Rangers on their tifo uh, or typho. <laughs> Oh, just, oh, just. Oh, uh, which uh, is it Tifo or Typho? Tifo. Tifo. I would like to compliment Rangers on their Tifo, which said, All my sons will be like me. So if they were all, all if all the sons were like the Rangers dies this week, they'd have been bitter, angry. Men. They're not going to school. That's what's <laughs> happening. They're not going to school. Great. They're going to the work. Great Tifo. Probably the most impressive part of the Rangers' performance the whole day. The meltdown, and I know we'll come on to this later, has been absolutely beautiful. Yeah, can I just give a little uh, statement on what on the all my sons will support Rangers? Um, coming from a club whose uh, women's team have actually won a league since the men's team. And oh, no, I didn't think the banner was very fairly worded. Are we gonna Are we gonna get a real compliment, please, or genuinely, are you have nothing else to add? The tifo. 
That was a good. It was a good tifo. But I just thought the irony of all my sons will be like me is fucking hilarious because <laughs> they were all the same this week in hiding, away in Greece, weren't you? It was actually a family wedding, but yeah, oh, yeah. it was lovely. Hmm. That was convenient, um, wasn't it? Yeah, it actually was. Should have just stayed there. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings um, us on beautifully to just just go straight into the analysis of the game, boys. Let's start with the disallowed goal. Oofed. What one? Starting right in the <laughs> defend. The one that should yeah. have counted. The first yeah. one we can write off, right? That's offside. Yeah, that's oh, offside. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, offside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good finish, though. I think you got a compliment the finish. It was a nice finish. But off- de- definitely offside. But foul for you, Scotty? Not a chance, no. no. Never a foul. He just he's strong he's stronger than the boy. The boy realises he's been he's not got a hope in hell of getting back to, to win it. He's been pushed off the ball too easy. It's a contact sport. He goes down really softly and then obviously it's hoping that the referee builds him out and the refs the refs build him out there. It was it should have it should have counted as a goal and I think that might have changed the dynamic of the game. Yeah. But you know, I, I still I still stand by it, it's a goal. Pat You won't be surprised to hear me say that I disagree with that. Of course you do. Listen, yeah. some yeah. important context, right? Oh, really? You wrote on a group chat that you thought it was the goal. If exactly. That, it, well, yeah, if, if you if you don't interrupt and let me finish my point, then I will, uh, I'll explain what I mean. If that goes against Celtic, I'd probably feel the exact same way that Scotty no doubt feels just now. However, and I'm going to use this phrase a lot, I think, while we're discussing this. Are you really going to eat a yoghurt during the recording? I really don't think I have to speak too much in this episode, so... Just going to take my chance. <laughs> the phrase that I think I'm going to use quite a lot while we debate this particular issue is by the letter of the law. And by the letter of the law, which explicitly states if you, lo- if you use your leg to impede the movement of another player, if you plant your leg to obstruct the other, the other player, it is a foul. Can I just now, interject there? If so? that, not yet. If that happened anywhere on the pitch, anywhere else on the pitch, and it didn't lead to a goal, and it got given as a foul, I don't think you'd hear anyone complaining. It's The only reason there's been this furore about it is because it's led to a goal. Now, Neil McCann, right, he's not very good at hiding. Which oh, oh, wait, hold, hold on a minute. You've got all your cheerleaders out in the media every single day, so let's, not, let's just not blast one guy that's Standing with his blue armor on, the only bastard to do it. All right, <laughs> let's not let's not go there. Let's armor. not go there, with Neil and Neil it, McCann. Your defense could have done with some blue armor, mate. I tell you that. Still, still a Rangers legend. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's go. A few seasons uh-huh. ago, Neil McCann literally went on sports scene with a rule uh-huh. book, with a copy of the yep. rules, legend, to defend one of his own yep. points, and said, "By the letter of the law," and then went right. on to okay. defend it. On sports scene last weekend, he said, I don't care what the rules are. <laughs> the game's gone if that is given as a Well, film. he's right, though. Because like, if you look at... He can't pick Pat, and choose if you look, Pat, when to... Listen, he can't nah, pick and choose wrong, man. When, to, when the rules apply and when it's the wrong. rules don't. It's wrong. It's soft. It's, it's more soft. than soft. I get man. why it's more than soft. Come on. I get it. It's soft. I get it. I get that you're frustrated by it. But you can't no. pick and choose when the rules are relevant and when they're not. Nah. It's nah. soft, but by the letter of the law, 
it's a film. No, it should be a film the other way because your defender is it Yagabelka, is that how you say his name? He's he, no, he, imp- he booted the back of Dessers. Like, so technically, if you're looking for that, that's a fill on Dessers. Dessers placed his leg in the way of his stride, so he couldn't. But he's going. To, but Dessers is attempting to obtain the ball, so he's moving into. And in doing so, but, fouled Lagerbielka. has kicked his back leg, so ten, if that's the case, it, it shouldn't. It should be. So he shouldn't have put his leg in the well, way. He then, should, well, he? then you might as well not play football if you're not going to attempt to tackle somebody or put put your body in the way. It's a contact sport. You put. You go to attempt a tackle. You go to attempt to retrieve the ball. And then the guy boots And if in no, doing so, you impede how, the opponent. He's it's not a impeded. The, your Yaga Bielka has booted him in the leg. That is a foul the other way. So it's a goal scoring opportunity. It should have stood. Should have stood. And I'll sit here. And he planted his leg in the nah, way pish, of Yaga Bielka's stride. It's pish. soft. If you look at it from the other. See when, it, see when the goal mm-hmm. went in? I did not. I, I had no reason to suspect that it was a foul. So if VAR wasn't about, I would have had yeah. no complaints. But. When you watch it back, it is a foul. It, nah, I'm not hard. If it's Scotland versus England on Tuesday, and, you, and say I know it's a friendly, but say they use VAR, and Grant Hanley, oh God, did that to Harry Kane, and then Harry Kane, he would be absolutely <coughs> so. Would Celtic PTSD that, in the Rangers happened, game? If that happened in the Rangers box, and it was to give Celtic a penalty, is it a penalty Celtic? Depends on the letter of the law. Technically, the never in a million years. Oh, look at that, eh? Look at that. Oh, that's right. Just changing that to suit your own point. That's it. I'm not. I'm sticking with the same argument Technically, that's a penalty oh, then, thing. isn't it? Oh, so poor thing because he's fallen over or because he's just a wee bit of force to get the ball off him. Yet, my point stands. They're two separate No, it's the, same, it's the same thing. That's a coming, it's the same that's thing. A coming together. With, so is so a tackle. So is a tackle. You no, have come that's together sticking your leg in the way of someone bollocks, to trip them up. Bollocks. That's a foul. He's gone down too softly and yet you're all crying because he's went down and he's been fouled. He's not been fouled. Who went down too softly? Todd Cantwell. No, Yaga Bielka. yellow card for diving. Yaga Bielka went down too easily. Should have been stronger. But no, no, he's claiming for a foul, even though he couldn't handle the fact that he got bodied and then wrapped his leg around Dessers. They should have counted it was a goal, and I think it changed the game. Do we not want to have a situation where referees can just stand by their own decisions? The referee didn't give a foul. He's literally the closest person in the stadium to it. Sees it in real time. And do you know what I hate the most? Yep. When they slow stuff down and they're like, letter of the law. What's he meant to do? Not go for the ball. Like, he can't move. It's not as if he's, like, ran in front of him and the ball's not there, like, where he's tried to, like, impede him. He's not impeding. That's his looks like near enough his natural stride to take a touch for the ball to run to goal. Listen, mate, I'm not saying I disagree with the rules, and I'm not saying I don't think it's soft, but they're they're refereeing to a rule book. So if the question is, did they get the decision right, then it's yes, because they're following the rules. Are the rules shit? Could the rules be in with the review? Are we over-refereeing football? All separate debates. All yes, in my opinion. But in the context of the game, in the context of the rules, as Scott's pulling an Alan McGregor and Barry Ferguson at Hamden, not, just not uh, at all. Not subtle at middle all. finger. At I'm not challenged. <laughs> Listen, well, man, well, I, like, I, symp- I sympathise. I don't actually do a fuck. I understand your frustration with it. If, I, if it was the other yeah. way around, I'm sure this debate would just be flipped on its head. But if you imagine, like, you're in, you're in, it's, it's a safety park, right? 
you guys are under strength, it's under pressure like we are. You know, you got a full Celtic, you know, like park, like in attendance. Mm-hmm. Not a Rangers fan in sight. You go and pull a goal. Sounds good. Immediately gets wiped out, right? You're like, well, why? It's not justified. It changes the game, and then so you go up me. the park. You go up the park, and 20 minutes later, and finish the kill the game off. I'm so not saying we, we can get on. We, I was just about to you say we can get on to that. To play. Yes, I, I'm well aware. I'm I'm not making excuses. That's yeah, yeah. I've got I've got <laughs> another point. I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying it changed the game. It should have stood. It's not a foul for me. For me, I was um. Yeah, it was harsh. It was nice to have a talking point, but to be honest with you, boys, as, as a neutral, I actually think that talking point in the game um, deflected away a little bit about what the actual standard of the game was like. Um, as as a Celtic, a Celtic and Rangers fans yourselves, where do you stand on what the old firm is to a product for both neutrals and those abroad? The Glasgow Derby. The old firm, pal. Uh, all over Sky Sports, set up as a as an old firm. I watched it with two Celtic fans who also called it an old firm. So we'll. We'll continue on that point. Well, have you got friends? Yeah, I said you boys. Aye. Yeah, it was uh, it, it was a low it was a, it was a low quality game. It was one of the scrappiest uh, Celtic Rangers games that I've seen for a while. But to be honest, I don't know I don't know why people are sort of picking this out as a point because these games are always scrappy. There's always like these games are always mental. They're always played at 100 miles an hour. There's always like deflections of the ball. There's always contested challenges. It's a frenzy. It's it's always the way, and it's moments of quality that decide the games. Sometimes there's more moments of quality than others. In this game, it was Kyogo's finish. That's always th- that's always the way it's been. Even in the high scoring derbies, there's there's it's always been scrappy. There's always been cards. There's always been stoppages. I don't know why people are using this game with two very understrength teams to start moaning about the standard of the fixture. Like, what did you expect? It's <laughs> it's. That's why people like this game. Not for, they don't watch it for the quality; they watch it for the rivalry. No, there's a difference between being scrappy though and just genuinely poor. Like, and it it, it was really really poor. Like it it was it was <clears throat> honestly, boys, as a as a neutral, we like didn't really care who won either way. It was just painful to watch parts of it and that to get through. And I know you're saying about cards and that, Pat. There was two cards in the game. Yeah, but lots of fouls. Yeah, but that's not like. If you could understand if there was like three red cards and like serious drama and I know there was that the contentious decision we've just talked about but and and I understand scrappy listen there's nothing wrong with having scrappy games and intense games and <clears throat> but you can still tell there's elements of quality in, in the games if you're watching other types of football I just didn't I didn't see that there and it was a genuine worry it was like I was like looking around watching it and being like you could understand for instance if it was scrappy say 10 15 years ago whatever and you had um some of the players that were cutting around playing for the teams at the time, Browns, etc. But I was just looking at it and I was going, is that actually the standard of these players? Is but 15 years ago we had players like Nakamura, McGeady. No, exactly. That's my point. Scott can give me examples no, no, of who... And those games were scrappy No, but they, they well. were scrappy. They, 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 no, no, like no. They were, were scrappy. We're like, and I know you're going to say Kyle was finishing. Listen, he he is the best player on that park. For me, there's there's no one in Scottish football anywhere near him in terms of the, what he can do on a football pitch. What about McGregor's ball for Abada that set up the, ch- the Kyle was first chance? There was loads there of moments of quality. Uh, but we're there, just, we're, there wasn't. There was. There wasn't. Scott, and, I thought Celtic played some really nice football patterns Celtic definitely had that way team performance. And I've said to you, before I understand to an extent why Celtic approached the game in that way and listen it's for Rangers and that's why I'm going to come to Scotty last it's for Rangers to, to heighten that quality and make Celtic come out and play the way they did um, so Scott I'm, a, I'm overreacting are, are Rangers players 
as bad as I'm making out, is there more to come from them? What what, what did you take from it? I hope there's more to come from because I can't sit here for a whole season. I hope there's more to come like that. That'd be brilliant. I'm sure. No, but I I hope there's more in terms of levels to come from them. I don't want to sit here and watch an entire season of that shit because that would send you overboard. <laughs> I think the problem with that old firm, the intensity just wasn't there. Was, I I, th- I think there was a, I don't think it was as intense as it has been. I'm not saying that's not an intense game because it's always an intense fight. I just don't think the ferocity, the intensity was there. Um, do you think? Do you think? I sorry, th- Scott. Do you think that's partially because of the fan setup having no no Celtic fans? Back I think so. A bit? Yeah, I, I would say so. There's not. There's not that. It just felt like, you know, just a normal game in a sense. Like, and that's probably to do with the crowd. Just obviously. Not do you mean from fans? both teams, Scotty? Like, do you not mean the intensity from Rangers wasn't there? Because as a Celtic sport watching that, I was one of the main key takeaways for me was how intense the yeah, team yeah. played and oh, how well oh, Celtic, like Celtic, were up for it for the first time this season. I think the intensity from Rangers possibly wasn't there. In terms of the overall, I think the quality of football in this way. I know that's a scrappy, like you guys have said, but I just think like overall quality. You know, it wasn't the nicest. You know, bits of pieces there wasn't nice bits of play it was just a oh we're just going to try and get this over the line and fair play to you guys the intensity the press that you had you know was was good to watch in that sense and our intensity just wasn't there but I'll get on to that but I just think overall quality sorry overall quality of the game was poor that's that's what I think. but can I quickly ask you like honestly did you expect a high quality free flowing game of football with two patchwork teams we both spoke nah, in previous not. pods yeah. about yeah. how much the teams are still to improve how patchwork yep. the teams were you look at Celtics the defence Celtic finish with with Bernabe, Ralston Scales and Lagerbielka like that's <laughs> that's yeah. mental like I did not go into this game thinking yeah. oh it could be Pretty a 3-2 sure. here with loads of good football and I think anyone who did is, has not yeah. been watching these teams no, no, I didn't expect it to be a good game. I didn't expect it to be like a, a nice game on the eye. I just, in reference to like, the you know the com comment of, oh, this is the poorest old firm in terms of quality. I'd, like you're right, that's probably to do with it. Like two understrength teams, but that's my point. I just thought it was an overall poor quality, like standard of game. Um, but you know, we've got nothing. The intensity from us was a joke. You know, it looked as if you guys were the home team. That's what it felt like watching that you're there you're in the face you're hurrying Rangers you you guys are trying to force something whereas we're giving you and I don't know how many I've said this countless times I don't know how many times I've said it why the hell do we sit off Callum McGregor he's the he's the one person you should press it's exactly what Ross County and St Johnston and Kilmarnock yep. did yep. and it works it's effective because he is the guy that pulls the strings and I sat and watched that game obviously you know I was at a wedding and I had turned my phone off because it was a, it was a, you know, a nice quiet uh, phones off kind of ceremony. So I didn't actually celebrating a union, were you? Uh, I was actually. It was a lovely union. Um, I was getting pushed. It was great. And then I woke up the next morning. You know, turned my phone back on. To about eighteen messages from yep, me. Yep. Good thing Just phones getting, work underwater now. Eh? Uh, I I think I tuck, chucked it on top of the pergola so I never see it again. So it burns in the sun. Um, but it was just you know waking up with a hangover and then seeing that and watching the game back, ah, uh, it just made me feel even worse than I, than I did. Um, so it was just a just a 
horrible, horrible game for from Which a is Rangers insane, perspective. See, see when you listen to the last episode. Yeah. Like, I was shitting myself. Because yeah. I, I thought we'd turned the corner. See with that, like the first PSV game. I thought, oh, we still okay. get to talk about PSV. <laughs> yeah, we still got to talk about that. Yep. Oh, this it's is great. like Christmas Eve, man. <laughs> but do, do you know what I mean like going into that? And I think you guys are probably say the same thing like going into that you, you probably thought oh starting to look like a you know we're pulling it together we've had a couple of dodgy performances this looks like the best one and then the last two and this is why I think you know going into your you know falling on to your next point about the reaction to Beal that's two big games that he's absolutely shat the bed has Michael Beal ever won a big game cannot be no, he's not in a big game, and I think I was listening to a lot of like other fan podcasts and you know shows over the last couple of days, and it was you know I think amongst the Rangers support, Michael Beale had a lot of goodwill last season because it wasn't his team, it wasn't his players, you know. So everyone's like, okay, fair, fair enough, we'll give him the kind of you know. He was first the team coach. The doubt. Sorry, he was first team coach there though. No, what I'm saying is like. You know, the, like when he took over from Geo. Ah, right, okay. Right, yep. so when he took over from Geo, obviously performances improved under him. Still had his team for about three times longer than Rogers. Oh, 100%. Has. But, you know, like I think it was like we. More. I think amongst the Rangers fans, the collective idea was this isn't his team. You know, it's it's a kind of hybrid of Steven Gerrard, Geo, like, you know, Ross Wilson. So it'd be nice to see what he can do when he gets his own players in. And. Obviously, the last two results have been... And still plays Kamar Roof. Hey, Kamar Roof's the best finisher we've got, mate. Like, it just can't stay... It just can't stay... So then he decided to put Roof on Callum McGregor and just sit him on McGregor for the entire second Why? half. Listen, I... Why? I, I can't, I, I can't I, defend I, that, mate. That's, that's I don't want to be... Terrible decision. I don't want to be wise after the event. Um, and I genuinely... But it's a point I just can't resist making. Scott, I told you way before yep, we even started this podcast I said the same thing to you Steve Michael Beale is a charlatan he I, he got that job because he worked under Gerard and for no other reason there is nothing else on his CV that qualifies him to manage a club as big as Rangers and the fans lapped it up because he talked about making the players wear suits again and bringing standards <coughs> back Listen, I think I think it's he more of a just, just quickly because I, I don't want this to come across in any other way that I think charlatan's a bit of a strong word I think what's what's happened is that I think he's a I think he's at his depth I'm not I'm not, I'm not yep. disputing that point I think anybody so, would take that job if offered I think he's obviously got a great reputation as a coach um, yep. I don't think he comes across in interviews with the authority he needed to be a Rangers manager especially a Rangers manager under pressure everyone bought it all the Rangers fans bought. I they think. bought it. They, I know Pat, but they bought it because they bought it because you. They bought it because how bad. The Remember last, Anne I shot know, it I for know, the, for, the, for the last ten years. I <laughs> no, mean, Rangers have had one season where it's been positive. I can understand a fan base buying into. You buy into hope. You don't buy into maybe so much the the actual manager. You buy into the hope that this could be unbelievable because they looked at the last six months he had with QPR and this. It just springboards that now. I do think he's absolutely as depth, and we're going to get Scott's opinion on this on, on the next part as we move into. I know we've got. I, Beale, I just, we've got I just like to, yeah, up, I, that's why I'm I'm kind of just saying, I want to finish on a little bit of a positive for the game because we're going to move on to PSV when we talk about talk about Beale as well. Do I not get to talk about Celtic? Well, that's why I said I'm just about to finish on a positive note. I was I'm just making sure, mate. Jeez, oh, we've not talked about Barese. Sorry, Scales. Hey, 
He he had the easiest afternoon of his life in football. Liam Liam Maldini. Let's go to let's go Cargo's finish though first boys because it was the one standout moment of the game. It was yep. absolutely unbelievable. Can it can the hardest chance he had the whole game he put away. Listen, Kyogo Furuhashi is the best striker Celtic have had since Larson. Does that say much though? And no one will convince me otherwise. Absolutely. We've had Dembele, we've had Bellamy, we've had Edward. We've had Bellamy and Edward aren't doing great, so. Yeah, but for Celtic, they were exceptional. Yeah, no, I just mean as a like where that stands, where it stands in overall scales of uh, footballers. But they did it in the Champions League and the and in Europe Celtic. Like those those two are, are fantastic Celtic players and strikers. You can't dispute that. Kyogo, and you look at players like Celtic had some great strikers since we had Hooper, Stokes. You know, these players have been brilliant, like genuinely brilliant Celtic players. The thumb himself, I, fine. Yeah, but well, I can't, I can't judge Celtic players on how well they've done moving elsewhere, Steve. All I've got to go on is how well they've done from. No, my I get club. that, but my, my, my points. But that's all. My y- points. Y- the standard, yeah. the standard of our old firm striker no, is how you do against. I'm talking about the best striker we've had no, since Larson. It's not fair for you no, to say. The, I will, they've not when done that gets, when that, they, We had those players no, no, at no, their when peak. That, when that gets cast out, when Celtic fans say that, and I've heard it a few times in the last week, and I'm going to go, and I don't actually overly disagree. I just think it's a gross. Some Celtic fans say it's a gross over exaggeration for how good he is. He's a brilliant player, and I don't disagree. He's not the best since Larson. I'm not saying that but Henrik Larson left Celtic and went on champ one in Champions League with Barcelona all the other all the other Celtic strikers that have left have struggled to compete in the Premier League and ended up in championship clubs or Edward scored last weekend for Palace yeah is he starting every single week I think he is now yeah under Hudson how many goals has he got since he moved down there I'd be surprised if he's in double figures and he's been there two seasons but but that's not what I'm that's not no, what I'm talking I, I, about I'm just, I'm just saying I don't, I, just, I don't like when they say the best since Larson because it makes him sound like he's as good as Larson. He's he's still absolutely nowhere near that. But if I, if I thought if I said if I <laughs> if I thought he was as good as Larson, I'd have said he's as good as Larson. I'm saying he is the best striker we've had since Larson, in my opinion. Dembele, look at the clubs he's gone to since. He scored twice against City in the Champions League. He is no slouch. He's no slouch. I'm just saying it's, it's these not are being... good players that we're comparing him to, and I think he's he's in terms of impact, in terms of. Doing it in the big moments in the big games, he scores in cup finals. He scores. He's now becoming a real thorn in the side for Rangers. A problem I don't think they know how to solve. He was exceptional. His finish was exceptional. For me, he's the best striker Celtic have had since Larson, and Celtic will never see a striker better than Larson. Midfield, McGregor, his best game of the season. Granted, I think, as Scott said, because Rangers let him take the play in the first half. I really like the look of well, Scales redeemed himself completely. He he had an outstanding game. His partner in centre half not so much. Definitely the weak point. Joe Hart with one of his best games for Celtic made a few big saves. Was he came really, for a lot. He came out yeah. for a lot. You know he was lucky that goal was disallowed. Yeah, because yeah, that one go, that one goes through his hands. Uh, great to have uh, Alistair Johnson back. He just looks so so yeah. solid. And our subs as well, like Yang coming on, home coming on. A big difference. It's starting to feel a lot better for for Celtic it's starting to, like it's bought Rogers so much time like can you imagine the mood of this podcast if it if the scoreline would be the other way around you wouldn't be here mate yeah yeah <laughs> but I'd have, gone, I'd have gone yeah I was definitely heading for as long as you have you definitely could have recorded on Monday you just shat it uh, I, I didn't actually have enough room for my mic in my bag so. oh I, yeah I, I just want to take a, a minute to to praise that Celtic team and that makeshift Celtic team and we will only get stronger when you consider the players we didn't have playing like Hatate and Carter Vickers 
the frosty. I think it's hardly makeshift though. I think it's only makeshift because you've the two novice centre halves. I think that is only makeshift part of your. Well, they were team, playing. They were playing Aberdeen's best centre back. This is the same Liam Scales who we forgot was at Celtic two podcasts ago. Clean sheet, Ibrox. Man of the match. Well, I, I, I don't. I, again, I'll, I'll say I don't think he'll have an easier afternoon in football. I don't think that's true. I think he actually played really well. He hardly got tested. I'm not saying he didn't have a good afternoon because obviously he had moments where he stuck to Dessers like glue, but I'm saying overall he didn't really get tested. We didn't test him enough and I don't think we tested Jager Bielker enough. Obviously, I think Alistair Johnson's just back from an injury, if I'm correct. Yeah. We didn't test We didn't test anybody enough. We sat off you guys far too much and like I don't know if that was... I don't know why because... We don't have the pace to hit on the counter-attack. We need to be on the front foot. We should have been on the front foot. We were the home team. That that should have been the the plan from the get-go. Not to sit off like Callum McGregor dictate the play. Like your centre-half's coming in, into our half and then spring a, a Do you know what's mental? Like, it's, it's probably about probably around about time to move on to like is, is the reaction over the top. But to sort of lead into that, Rangers genuinely played hoofball. Like, yep, they... Yep. They'd pass it to Goldson, who would launch it. Yep, it's that diagonal, Matondo and or Dessers. Part of me was thinking maybe that maybe that is deliberate because they are wanting to test this centre half pairing and see if there's any miscommunications there. But like genuinely, this master tactician that everyone was saying was going to revolutionise Rangers and he was the brains behind Gerard played hoofball. Well, I, I like I, I'm I'm at the point where, it, you know, you've saw that. I've, a couple of times in matches and you think okay that's that's a nice bit of play at times in a match when you know the opposition are, are trying to press you that's what you do to spring your pacey players but that's what we're result we're like reverting to every single time we go to try and get up the park it's like you said just either James Tavenier cross into into one striker and four bodies around him or a corner Goldson diagonal across the top that's that's all we've got and then we're using Todd Cantnell I know you don't like him I think he's one of our best players but we're not using him we're not using him effectively we're not using Nico Raskin's box to box ability effectively we're asking him to play a, a deep holding role that's asking not his Raskin. game yeah asking Raskin <laughs> fuck like I just think I just, that should be the name of the podcast <laughs> asking Raskin um, I just think ask got Raskin no, if he wishes something for Celtic instead I probably would turn around and wouldn't, say hi. Wouldn't point, take eh? him or TikTok Todd. We've got uh, Raskin's a good player, mate. So is Todd. Yeah. So, so Bef- before we move anyway, on to the reaction, anyway, can we'll I just, just say the reaction from the Rangers fans has been absolutely fucking amazing. Right, Have well, you heard I'm that? I'm glad you brought that up, mate. I'm glad you brought I just that up. Want to give I, you, just... I just want to give you three of my highlights from, okay, from Rangers Twitter on, before I'm I completely hand over to you guys and put my mic down. Number one, Thank Barry fuck. Ferguson saying... No, I don't let him take a breath to that fan who was having a go at him on the phone in. Oh, that was funny. That was, that was No, I don't let him take him. a breath. Absolutely outstanding. There was one Calm that's down, John. There's one that's come up on Rangers Radio recently that's doing the rounds on Celtic Twitter. Or, or X, I should say. That's a Rangers fan moaning that they're not using they've not turned the football pitch opposite Ibrox into a hotel with a helipad to bring in money. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you it, Scotty. It's absolutely please do. Cause that, that's that's a very weird take on a on a game. It's outstanding. And then uh, there is the other clips doing the rounds of the these Rangers podcasts and forums, 
describing a certain aspect of Michael Beale's appearance as you know the reason he's not a good football manager. Uh, yeah, that's a bit. I mean, you can be a fat fucking not. Uh, it's got nothing <laughs> to do with weight. I'll, I'll oh, just leave it there. Right, I know. Okay. Um, I thought I'm, sure, I'm sure he'll appreciate that comment, Scott. Sure, I'll top uh, up I'm fat week. as well, mate. Sorry, I can comment on it, so yeah. it's fine. Might have the Rangers job next month. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hand over to you. Suit, I just wanted to say, from a Celtic perspective, the meltdown has been chef's kiss. To be honest with you, Pat, at least it's imperfectly. So, Scott, I'm going to obviously give a bit of context to you, fully aware of. But in a week that you beat beat 5-1 by PSV to be knocked out of Europe, you finished that game with as many players coming through a Dutch youth system as you did a Scottish youth system, which I thought was a bit ironic, for a week where you then get beat by your biggest rivals, 1-0. You're four points behind the league after five games, is it? Four. Four games. You're now in the Europa League. It's not looking great. I wouldn't actually say that the Rangers team know where they're going. You don't seem to have a clear mission of what you're doing. How much of this, realistically, and let's have a realistic debate about this, is falls at the doorstep of Michael Beale? going to be honest, I think a lot of it stems on him because we had this, you know, before the pre- before pre-season started, we were bringing new players in. It's a, oh, we're going to go away to Germany, this, like, hush-hush, like, camp. All the new players are go- we're going to embed everybody in we're going to form this identity as a team we're going to come out flying started three of the nine on Sunday it would have been two if Barisic was fit yep blows my mind because we're still seeing the same performances from the same players that we've had in a Rangers jersey for the last five years and it's the same crap and I think that's why I know you're obviously pushing yourself here Pat but I think that's why the meltdown's been so severe because we have just witnessed this same crap over and over again and over again. Celtic COVID season vibes. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you know, it's just the same. It's the same crap. It, like, you know, there's no intensity in our play. There's bar that fifty-five season. That was the most intense I've seen Rangers play. That was the best football we've. Put, and I don't know why, but we've not. Empty created. stadiums, no pressure. This team crumbles yeah. with pressure. Yeah, you're, I kind of really. I'm trying to defend it, but it's there's nothing to say here and defend it. I just think there's no identity. There's no. There's nothing. I just I'm I'm baffled this week because okay, fair dues like PSV, good team. I still don't think we should have got beaten five one. Right, very good team. Still shouldn't have got like scudded. We should have been more resilient. Right, mate. That okay. Goldson own goal. Yeah, horrific. But oh my god. Yeah, I'm just. My point is, I like, think his header and the old you can forgive a European score sometimes when, obviously, you just got to hold your hand up. They're a better team than us, right? It's the fact that we just crumbled, and it's the same. I mentioned this, I think, the last episode, the episode before. It's the minute something bad happens, or a bit of controversy, or something doesn't go the way of this team, heads are down. We've got no answer. We revert to long ball football, you know, like humping up the park, trying to cross it into the one striker, with four bodies, five bodies around them, nothing. The that game, the old firm game on Sunday was. I'm I'm just at loss because we're at home, full full stadium behind us. There's no desire, there's no press, there's no hunger, there's no intensity from us. It's it's uh, oh okay, we'll just react to whatever Celtic do. No, you guys were under pressure just as much as we were. It, it was a it was it was a game for the taking. You had you a know? chance to nail the final, like nail if not the final, 
a, a major nail in the Celtic coffin for this season. There, if you'd put, if you'd beaten that Rogers team four 0 the meltdown would have been. We, there'd have been a similar, yeah, there'd have been a similar outcry at Celtic. Do you know what's mental, Scott? You've spent millions. Yep, dude. He's spent the most since, like, obviously the whole Murray, like, since, like, obviously, like, you know, Dave King and stuff. He's had the most money to spend from a Rangers manager, and I, we ask. 90, 95% of Rangers fans nobody could tell you what the identity of this team or the style of play or what we're actually trying to he, bri- he brings in three strikers and plays one one thing I was wondering watching the game on Sunday Scott is that could you name a Rangers 1-11 to you'd be happy with I'd see the team that started uh, like that he named on Sunday uh, along again along with most Rangers fans I think that was the team that we'd all kind of put our hat on and say that is probably the strongest going in and apart from the first ten minutes, it was nothing, nothing. It was truly, truly one of the worst displays of a Rangers team at home that I've ever seen. There's nothing like you could sum it up by saying it was a gutless performance. Like okay, we we can see that we can see that goal, great finish from Kyogo, but Conor Goldson needs to do better with that header. And then you've got another forty-five minutes where you pick yourself up and go. You know, you say to yourself, they've been lucky. We've been a full house, like not a single away fan in the stadium. Like you're never going to get an opportunity like that again. You'll never have a weaker Celtic than Tybrox. And you won't have another fifty thousand. You know. Again, going back to my question, and listen, I completely understand your frustration, and that's what this podcast is all about. But I'll I'll repeat what I said: How much of this is on Beal? It's a struggle because obviously a lot of that team's Ross Wilson's team, you know, Stephen Gerrard's team. That was the kind of. They're building blocks, but Michael Beale. But the thing is, Michael Beale was part of that recruitment team for Stephen Gerrard. And you can't, you can't throw that. Not every like in modern day, a manager no. doesn't get the chance to just go, "Oh, one to live in my team before you can sack yeah. me." Not every signing's going to work out, right? You have to be. Not every signing, especially in Scottish football, with the risks we take yeah. for the money we spend. So you got Tavernier, Goldson, Barisic, right? Ryan Jack. Scott, that that actually that leads me to what I was going to say there. Where it was like the only possible defence I can maybe offer in the way of Michael Beale. Uh, is is it is it maybe just the mentality of these players who are so used to losing and so used to apologising? Like I'm not saying that as a dig, but like no, Tavernier uh, is a specialist at coming out after games and having to apologise uh, to fans after big games. Like he, that's what yeah. he does. I think and that's Goldson, a bit harsh. Remember this team did that? They boys were the catalyst to get them to a Europa League final, and they had to come out and say, "I'm sorry, we lost." They could have won that game. But he, he he does have his moments where he does he does carry this team, but I I've sat here and said to you guys you know maybe not in the episode but like you know in person and stuff that we're over reliant on him too much too much everything goes through him every single thing goes through he's him. a good player man he's and that, he, he's a good he's a, best he, player he he's your best player by maps yeah. a million miles he can't he can't he can't say and say he's not but everything goes through him right everything he's a fullback but yet. We're asking him to defend, to attack, to play every cross, to be the one that creates everything and score. And then, we, then we and score, and we wonder why he gets he gets so it's caught out of the back. Fault that I, don't, I don't think it's his fault. No, I think it's a way. I think it's a way. I think it's a way we've set up. I, again, I think we have no pace apart from Rabi Matondo. We've no pace in this side, right? Which is mental. Given you've just spent millions yeah. and millions of pounds. Some mark that boy's had by the No, but I I think. Um, but I'm sorry. I thought he had a decent. I thought he was one of the 
bright. I just don't think he got the ball. He was one of the bright sparks. He he did try and have a <laughs> one of the bright sparks. Georgia. Didn't get the ball. <laughs> but no, but like I mean, like you know, like when he did when he did get the ball, you know, this is the thing. When he got the ball, he did try and attack Johnson, but we didn't use him enough. We didn't give him the ball enough to attack Johnson or Scales or Yagabel. We didn't do you know, give him the opportunity you know, uh, to use it. Do you know who I'm actually quite impressed with? And then we'll move on to the next bit. Is Lammers, but he just reminds me of like a daddy long legs, where it's like, looks like there should be something there, but isn't it? Te- technique's probably one of the most technical players in Scotland. You know, he's like uh, you know, did he see his finish? Standpoint. That's what I mean. Like when you have to penetrate, Te- one of the most technical players in Scotland. There, yeah, you can be technical and be a shit finisher, mate. You've. I was expecting him to peel off a mask and it was fashion Sakala underneath. Yeah. <laughs> He's but, just that miss but, from two yards is what, oh what God, he was famous I was, for. That was I've actually noted that down. He has to score that. that you've yeah. got to you've got to take that up. Joe Hart does really well to close the angle. Yeah, he position he closes the angle, but you know, you've you've got the ball. Like Joe Hart's coming and you you can find a way around him. It should have been a goal. Listen, is, but, is, is see, there a, is, I just think sorry boys, I just think like I think this is why it's so frustrating because we've just seen this time and time again, and I think that's why the frustration from myself and other fans and probably the, you know, the total maybe over the top like opinions out there and like. But I don't think they're over the channels. top. No, I, I, maybe apart like, from the guy wanting the helipad in the hotel. Yeah, that's a bit weird, but yeah, but I think. I think we're just sick fed up at the same I'd crap. love to then, sorry, I'd love to see those sorry. plans by the way. I'd absolutely yeah. <laughs> love to see those plans. I think they were contingent on the Champions League money, eh? It's um, so that fans who experience a Celtic Rangers defeat can just nip yeah. on a flight to Greece pronto. Aye. Right, barely flop in a pool. I, absolutely. Mate. Listen, um, Rangers will no, never have a better chance to no, demolish Celtic at Ibrox. No. And so, Rogers now got away with it. Got a, you know, no, he didn't get away with it. His team no, earned I meant a win. like I mean, yeah, I just mean Rangers like, let him gave off the you guys. Yeah, you had him. You had him. You know? He was there to be taken down. Celtic yep. season was there to be taken down. Didn't do anything. And the credit has to go to Celtic because I thought they did control the game, and then it became a scrap fest, and that was absolutely fine by us. Levi Ibrox, so no fans there. Take the three points. It's a great win for you guys. Solid. <coughs> Does it? But this, it this is a thing. Sorry, man. I just you carry on, Scott. This is your episode. Yeah, no, I just don't like a therapy what session. gets me is, and this is a therapy, but this is a thing, it's like, we, it's just this, I don't know why we retreat, as soon as something, I said it again. No surrender though. Say, <laughs> the, obviously we've surrendered the fucking castle, the moat, we've given the, the princess away, I mean, we've just given access to the treasury at this point, I mean, Christ, it's just, it's a joke, honestly. It's retreated honestly. so far, they've got access to the we've church. Given, we've, we've, we've given the princess away. What the fuck does that even mean? No, I was, I'm just... Uh, I, I'm just meaning, like, you know, medieval times. Not, not the sons, though. Not giving the sons away. No. Oh, they've got the honour of their fight. Um, but ugh, I don't know, it's just... It's, baff, it's a baffling performance. Baffling. And the same going back to PSV. He comes out after it and he's given it all. That's this bad. is a big game. This is a big game for me. You know, we're going to have to put a marker down. What marker? I didn't see a single a single thing that shows a guy that wants to win or, like, is under pressure and says to his team, go out there and get a result. Not only for me, for you, for the fans. Nothing. It's just... There's no one. I just. I'm sick of. I'm sick. Fed up of having Scotty. no intensity, no fight in this team. That's. I think that's. My, that's the frustration. Do you sack you him know? right now if you've got the choice? 
I don't think you can afford to sack him. I really don't. You, so you said all that and you still keep him in place. But if you could, would you? Is what I'm saying. But, but who do you bring in? This is the thing. Would you take Gio back? Hypothetically. I saw, I saw Chris Wilder's name get mentioned. Yeah. I, to be honest, I saw Graham Potter's Jersey Marshall. No chance. No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying they would take the job. I'm just saying, you know, as in terms of a profile manager, those guys are probably two of the better ones. But I, I don't want to be one of these trigger happy fans that gets rid of a manager as soon as soon as something. You've not exactly bad. jumped to his defence, though. No, I haven't. I'm. Do you take Gio back right now? Imagine you got a magic wand. Forget Graham Potter. You're Harry Potter. Yeah. Fucking take it, Wingardium Leviosa. <laughs> <laughs> You'd need that um, to float Rangers up the league, wouldn't you? Yeah. Fourth place, is it? Aye, fucking more like. Do they need to float me? They've got a helipad now. It's more of a parachute jump. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It's it's a good question, but um, take taking the anger and the frustration out of it. No, I don't think you get rid of them. But it's I think. I don't think you get rid of them just because you spent so much money. I think the board will want to give them as much time as possible. I think you're absolutely right, man. Fair play. Like Michael Beale is doing an incredible job, and he needs to stay. He needs to yeah, stay I'm, there for yeah. as long as he possibly can. Like yeah. ideally until are, at least May. You guys all be getting Mick McBeal tattoos on you next, you know? <laughs> yeah, but um, I'd, no, I, I just don't. I don't think get rid of them now. But he's got to improve. If he doesn't improve, see if we don't win the. Um, the League Cup, and we don't go unbeaten for the next run of fixtures. I think the writing's on the wall for him, I really do. He does, and it's funny you say that, Scott, we're going to move on to that, and then and uh, as a final point, we've now done this podcast for four or five weeks, every single week it's been a different narrative of who's panicking or who's Completely. talking to managers. Yep. That's what's so and mental what, about and what I would say, what I would say is, um, <clears throat> I was sitting thinking about that, it's it's actually quite straightforward from turn this round now, you'll have 12 games until the next old firm, so in that period, he could probably win 10, 11 of those games. Europe will have kicked off. He wins his home games in Europe, gets fans back on side, gets through the League Cup. League Cup final played in January, February? December. December. You no. could win a yeah. cup before the end of the year. You could lose a cup. He could. And listen, this, if he loses that from this position, yeah. he's probably done. Let's be honest. If he That's gets what I mean. He's, cup, got he's, to win. he's got to win. But he's got to win that. It's non-negotiable. I think trying to be neutral, we know that's impossible. I think the writing's on the wall. I think, well, then I he's think, lost the fans. He's lost well, the fans. Exactly like Gio. And I think yep. the next bad result, goodbye, Mick McBeal. Yeah. But the thing is, like, Angel, that's a hard, that's a hard... for someone to get someone decent and to come take over. No, we will. And that's the thing. That's why they're not, I don't think they're jumping the gun to get rid of him because they've given him, say, a lot of money to spend. He needs to find a way to fit these players in, though. You know, you buy three strikers and you play one. You've got to find a way. And I've said this to you boys before. I think the way f- for us to play to get these players in is to play three at the back, use Tavernier, Barisic or Ridvan as wing backs, and then play that diamond in mid midfield. That's you know. And that and play your two strikers up front. That's that's the only way we're gonna get this team gelling and using the players that he's brought in. I think you know? he'll I think he'll do that in Europe. I do think that'll be an adaptation they make in, in Europe. But interesting to watch. Interesting. I, I watch, think I so. speak for all Celtic fans when I say get it right up you. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a good thing for Scottish teams to get easy groups or is it a bit of a they are easy groups before you I can see your eyes rolling Celtic got an absolute dream of a draw if you were trying to get through it 
Oh, I still don't think we'll get through it though. No, but you were more expected to get through it. So if you oh god, yeah, beat, look at Newcastle's group. If you get beat by Feyenoord at home, that probably doesn't reflect the great on you guys. Feyenoord beat Shakhtar like seven one. I know last season, and we drew them. So I th- I think they're a very very good team. But yeah, like I none of the teams in your group again to the last day of the Champions League. No, Atletico. Not the same team anymore. I think it's a big shout with the Simeone side not to get to the last eight. So it's Lazio, Feyenoord and uh, Atletico Madrid, which, um, <laughs> shout out to group. another podcast, 20 Minute Tims, was described as the stabbiest group we could have got, which I think is completely bang on. Progress for Celtic. I know I said at the start of the season we'd be getting out of a group or finishing third and having a run in Europe. See, even if we can just win a fucking game this time round. We've not won a Champions League game since beating Anderlecht 3-0 away. Um, since Rodgers was last year in 2016 we've not won a home game since Ajax under Lennon the first time round so we need a win we need a Champions League win I think that's doable if we can get a few points and get into Europa and do a run I will take that to answer your question Steve I think it's I think it's a good thing to get a difficult group occasionally but see this time round I'm really quite glad we've got a group we can be at least competitive in and I think we were competitive in our group last season we probably should have taken more points and got out over Shakhtar and Leipzig. It's just the luck of the draw, isn't it? I think this is a more balanced group where each game is difficult. There's not like an outstanding Real or PSG or uh, Man City or something like that that scares who's, the daylights out. Yeah. Who's the fourth team in your group again, Pat? We've got Feyenoord, Atleti and Lazio. Cool. Only one of those teams played in the Champions League last season and it was Atletico and they finished bottom of their group. Well, we're going to win the Champions League then, are we? Hail, hail. It just goes to my point, though. It's the easiest group you could have possibly got. Well, I don't know if it's the easiest we possibly could have got, but certainly it's, I'll take it. I'm looking forward to it now. I'm not I'm not nervous about it. Like, I expect us to lose most of these games. If we can win, sneak out in third. That's a brilliant season. I don't even know who you've got, Scotty. Who have you got? We've got Sparta, Prague, Betis, Aris, Limassol. So, on the face of that, you know, you expect to get out of that group. Betis are good. Ben is a good side. So Celtic be, reserves beat them you know, under range. Realistically, should be taking points of all teams at Ibrox, you know, and then trying to get a result away from home. But based on what I've just said and saw in the last two games, that's that's a very big if. Um, so I, I don't know. It's it's not the hardest group at all. It's probably one of the kinder groups we've had. And to answer your question, Steve, I think like Pat. Sometimes you like the glamour friendlies, you know they're really good. But friendlies, well, you know what I mean. Like it is a friendly because we're just going to. You get wish it was up. a friendly last Rangers, season. Yeah, that's, Rangers, that's what I mean. Rangers are a great pre-season team. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like because obviously last season in Champions League we had all these glamour ties. You want that now and again, but I think for the coefficient and to keep us ticking along, I think we need favourable groups. Very good point, Scotty. Trivia: One of my favourite parts of the podcast, boys. Scott. Thank you. So, in the 1998-99 season, Pat... Come Hen- on, that's harsh, man. Henrik Larsson was the top goal scorer for Celtic. But how many goals did he score the entire season? In the league, or...? No, all, all comps. All comps. How many games did he play? 98 to yeah. 99. What <laughs> <laughs> else, You've come into town with that one. Great question, though. I thought it was a good, que- I thought it was a good, good question. It was a good question, but there was uh, <laughs> a little bit of bitterness in the difficulty of it. That's pretty hard. Not a top. No, I all. think, like, right? I think 
It's either this season or the one after where he breaks his leg. And I'm struggling. And then I'm, I'm going back to Larson. I'll, give you, I'll tell you what, I'll give you, half, I'll, I'll give you half a point if you get the amount he scored in the league. That's all right. I'll, I'll take a pun, mate. I don't know the answer. I'm going to say 21. <sighs> Lucky, mate. It's 29 in the league, 38 overall. There you go. Before my time really with major Celtic yeah. sporting but it just shows how classy he was for he did long. he did break his leg in 99 though was it 99 yeah, yeah. So he came back I remember his first game was dead dodgy and then after that he sort of redeemed himself by the way I hope you get this one right for the sake of the podcast because we are shocking at these trivia questions yeah, oh, like, terrible, this is just terrible. showing us up to be complete fools not to be listened to yeah. like who cares about our opinion it was actually <laughs> some, of the, some of the feedback I received from our from our listeners was how bad you boys are at the trivia questions Scotty boy I just want you to take take you back to maybe a happier time of your Rangers supporting life longer than 10 years ago yes. Jesus Pedro Cachinha <laughs> God. <laughs> You're dancing, uh, bear. Uh, on the 26th of October 2017 was sacked by Rangers. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you 10 days leeway either yep. side. How many mm-hmm. days was he in charge for? He was the short he was one of the shortest Rangers managers in what height I think wise? It was 44 days. No, I, I think it was 44 days. I think Miles it was 44 off. days. Miles, a clue. Oh. Miles please, off. Please take your time and do some calendar yeah. maths in your head. No, I'm going to. Don't shut yourself in one way to grease, mate. I, I, I like to jump the gun sometimes. I should really just stop and listen and think for a second before I let my mouth rumble. Whew, um. 44 days is uh, probably longer Too than Liz Truss. <laughs> so, I mean, that's saying something. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, she might do a job, by the way. She's available <laughs> if Beale goes. <laughs> Truss in. No, you're all right, mate. It's all right. Um, I think I'd rather have um, the bin man from outside Ibrox take Beale over. Truss in. Um, God, quasi carting, controlling the, the budget. Jesus. Ibrox is a better be, job than Craig White. Sit- <laughs> anyway mate you've stalled for long enough how many days yeah 189 a, a valiant effort about 110 no nah, 229 days in charge oh, <sighs> the shortest serving manager Close. in the history of the Close. club his reign was described as a desperate mess from start to finish yep. do you know why he got hired would you like to know Absolutely. why he got hired from Stuart Robertson when he interviewed him were you in the room were you um, I was actually at the bar listening to it Um I wasn't really, but so according to Stuart Robertson, he and the rest of the board members liked the cut of Pedro's jib. That was why he was hired. Just like Michael Beale, how things change, eh? Or stay the same. <laughs> but this episode was given to Celtic at the very beginning, boys. So one hundred percent, like there was absolutely no, no chance. No chance, that, no chance I was calling anything back there. Nothing to defend. What does that make the score? Three one. Uh, no, 3 2. No, 3 2. 3 2, mate. 3 2, mate. 3 2. You need to go back to school, mate, and learn how to count. I know we can't get <laughs> trivia questions, right, but you can count. <laughs> Alright, mate. Alright, 44 days. Celtic versus Dundee. I'm going to go 4 0 Celtic. I think there'll be a, a big uptake. What's the who are Rangers playing, Scott? St. Johnson away. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> 3 1 Rangers. <sighs> Based on absolutely no logical opinion. 
What are you thinking, Scotty? Uh, for the Celtic result, I will go 4 0 Celtic. I think they're just going to. I think they got a bit between their teeth. I think they'll feel quite high after the whole Rangers like victory. Um, what was that, Scott? Who do we beat? Seen that honestly, the pain in your face there. I'm not repeating it. Um, <laughs> for Rangers, I think it's going to be a tricky fixture away to St. Johnson. So I'm going to go for a try to be positive, but I'm going to go a 1 0 scrappy win to Rangers. Well, I'm going to say Celtic. 3-0 win and Rangers 1-0 draw points on the scoreboard are the exact same as last week because none of us predicted Celtic to win so Stephen That's 6 you. points Scott <laughs> it's just, just going to be a, a constant thing this. he's going to laugh every week like Ron Burgundy on the teleprompter Stephen 6 points Scotty 6 points and Patrick is on 3 absolute pleasure this week boys you've been listening to the boy and the bear if you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe wherever you listen. Pardon the pun, but bear with us as we wait to get on Apple. Not sure what's going on there. And follow us on Instagram at boybearpod. That's boy with an H. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email any suggestions or grumbles you might have to theboyandthebear at gmail.com. But until the next episode, hail, hail. Follow, follow. Are you sure? Aye. <laughs> Go for it. Follow, follow. <laughs> Keep the faith. No surrender. And your sons. Cheers, boys. Catch you next week.